Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. I want to welcome my good friend, Carol Dodds, to introduce with me the next episode with Brooke Johnson. Welcome, Carol. So good to be here, Barbara. Well, if you haven't heard already in episode six, Carol talks about her activator strength, which has some really great stories and really practical ways that Carol's been learning and using her activator strength. So you'll want to go back and listen to that one. Well, Carol, tell me a little bit how you know Brooke. Well, it's so fun that you are having Brooke on your podcast because she's amazing. I was looking back at my Instagram, Barbara, and I met Brooke around, I'm guessing it was 2014. She was a young track runner at Rice University, precious young woman, and we work for Athletes in Action. So Brooke and I got together outside of a cafeteria and talked about life and her relationship with God. And I wrote in my Instagram, inspired by the faith and intentionality of this collegiate athlete. And that has not changed six years later. And you all are about to hear this today. Oh, that is so cool. I love thinking about that. And just, I know just your love for meeting with athletes and talking with them about significant things. It's just, I'm sure it was just a mutual um, highlight for both of you to have that connection there at Rice. Well, um, tell me what stood out to you about this interview with Brooke. I loved listening to it. And I think my favorite line, Barbara, was when she said, it was so eye-opening and the rest is history. And I thought, this is a woman who's making history. She's so amazing. And now, Barbara, you're able to equip her in her strengths so that she can say, now I'm taken off because now I understand this. I loved that. Yeah. Well, when during that time, it was like about a four hour session with her team. And it was, I love doing that, helping a whole team understand their strengths. And she was on her way to head off to Princeton to go to the PhD program. And so I was so intrigued by her. And then when I um, have kept up with her a little through her Instagram, it, it was just been inspiring to me to see her moving in directions of using her strengths. So well, obviously. Um, one of the things that, that I really like in the interview is just the reminder of how her, her intellection and like her, some of her other strengths that are um, like reflecting ones yes. have really forged ways for her to have like deep, deep and significant conversations. And that was really challenging to me because I think in this time period that we're all in, it's like, there's a lot of things to talk about and a lot of views and a lot of thoughts, but just her, her just zeal to learn and to ask questions, but kind of in a, in a gentle way is what I picked up of just her um, humility in learning, but stimulating other people too. 
I so agree with that. It's like there's a humility and a confidence at the same time. And I love hearing that. And she also said that this workshop was when you brought all of those things to life that you're talking about. So again, Barbara, way to go just in helping her be able to launch out with these strengths. So I can't wait for your listeners to hear today. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, I I'm challenged by it too, and I am excited for everyone to hear what Brooke has to say. So thank you so much, Carol. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi there. I am so excited for you to hear from our next guest, Brooke Johnson. Brooke's top five Clifton strengths are input, learner, intellection, ideation, and responsibility. Welcome to the podcast, Brooke. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me, Barbara. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, I've really been looking forward to this. Tell me a little bit about you, where you are, what you're doing, and um, yeah. Okay, so I'll start with I grew up in Houston, and I went to Rice for undergrad, where I studied chemistry and ran track and got involved with Athletes in Action. Um, So I graduated in 2017, and then I interned with AIA for a year before going to Princeton to do my PhD in chemistry. So here I am now in my third year of the chemistry PhD program. Wow, that's exciting. I don't think I've ever actually met someone that goes to Princeton. All of us hear about it all the time. So that's really exciting and I'm sure a major feat. And I'm sure you were thrilled when you found out you got in. What What was that like for you? Wow, that's, yes, I was so thrilled. Um, I remember I actually found out when I was at the Lenses Institute. Have you ever been to that? No, I haven't. I've heard so many good things about that. Yes. And I told all the people in my cohort and yes, it was so exciting. Oh, that's great. Well, tell me a little bit about how we first connected. Yeah. So towards the end of my internship with Athletes in Action. And a couple months before I left to go to Princeton, I you came to Houston to do to lead a workshop on Clifton Strengths um, for our team. And so that was how we first connected. Well, good. Well, tell me a little bit about kind of your um, what you learned there, what kind of your strengths journey had been, had you, had you taken the assessment before, or was that the first time you understood what your top five strengths were? That was the first time I had ever taken the assessment or even heard of Clifton strengths. Okay. And it was so eye-opening. The rest is history. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's great. Well, yeah. What were some of your takeaways when you, um, when you were there, like, tell us a little bit about your top five talents or strengths and kind of what unfolded for you during that time. Okay. Yeah. So I would say that taking the assessment, I was able to learn my top five talents and strengths, but it was definitely having that workshop with you and the rest of our team that you really brought them to life for me. Um, So my first five are my first one is input, which for me, it means I absorb information. I want to know what's happening and why. And then also my second talent is learner, which for me means that I have an insatiable curiosity. I love to learn. And sometimes 
the destination is not as relevant as the journey to learning. Uh huh. My third talent is intellection, which for me, it means that I love to think. My fourth talent is ideation, which for me, it means that I thrive making connections between different perspectives. And then finally, um, my last talent, which is not involved in the thinking category, is responsibility, which for me means that I have a deep sense of responsibility to the commitments that I make or the relationships that I have, for better or for worse. That is so um, fascinating. And I think like one of the things that you learned during that time and that our listeners could learn a little bit more about just the core clarity system that um, puts these different um, quadrants with different names, like reflecting, like you mentioned, and the responsibility is in what's called the connecting quadrant. But on episode three, um, Candace Fitzpatrick um, um, lays the foundation a little bit more for that if someone is interested in listening to that. But so what your um, description is where your talents are is called a bridge and ear. What, is, what does that mean? Tell us about that. Yeah, so bridge are, I think they're technically called masters at designing and creative, creating bridges between information and people. So I would say that definitely describes me in a lot of sense. Um, they're all about interaction with the world around them and inside their heads. Um, people would definitely describe me as a bridgeoneer, as someone who creates bridges. Um, and my friends come to me for advice and I'm more than happy to give it to them. <laughs> yeah, um, that's nice. I, yes, but I would say that overcoming inertia is, you know, is what they say is like true of Brigineers. Um, that's definitely true for me um, in the sense that I look to others for attraction. Hmm. Like the get up and go, like maybe an activator or achiever might have. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, um, one of the um, talents that you mentioned you have is intellection. It seems like you have said, especially, I imagine being in school and then also just during the season of the pandemic and so many things going on in our country that you've had a lot you've been thinking about. Can tell us more about that, your intellection strength and what that has looked like during this year? Yeah. So as we discussed, I've mostly been sort of, I feel like using my intellection strength versus my top one um, input. I think that initially early on this year, I was using input because I was studying for my qualifying exams, but then sort of, I got to the limit where it's like, Hey, I've had enough information. Now it's time for me to sort of think and reflect. Um, But I think that one of the things that we've all been confronted with with this pandemic is just our own mortality and sort of the changes and uncertainty that's in our world. Mm-hmm. So I've been thinking about that a lot. And then also, um, as a Black woman, I've also thought about racial justice and sort of we're in this new civil rights era. And what this and 
this change and momentum that we have um, as well. I think as a, yeah, I think with all the sort of, you know, as I was saying about the pandemic and our own mortality and just the brokenness that we've been seeing in this world and sort of our need for hope, I've been thinking about how the gospel applies to, you know, our world, especially at a time like now. Um, I think it's coming to life like, okay, Jesus, we really need Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then as a grad student in chemistry, I have been thinking about sort of what is this bacteria producing? How is it producing it, this product? And why is it producing this chemical? And yeah, so there's just so many things that I have been thinking about lately. And I think ultimately, um, just searching for truth, whether it's in science or whether it's in uh, my interpersonal relationships or um, justice, um, just this desire to know truth. Yes. That, that is a lot, lot to think about. Do you, sometimes do you feel like your head might explode because you're thinking so much? <laughs> That's It did happen. I felt that way, like, I'm be honest, during like the heat of the racial justice protests, mm-hmm. um, just taking in so much information. I think this is a really exciting time for people with input like myself, but it can be overwhelming as well. Yeah. Well, and I know like um, you mentioned before, just feeling the grief and the loss that um, – so many, I mean, we all have tasted that in different ways, but that's, that's heavy on the head and the heart. And I imagine that just, yeah, I imagine that's been a lot for you as a black woman, like you said, and just a Christian. And I, I admire so much just the, um, just the ideas that I'm sure that you have on all of these topics, but just your courage in the ways that you are speaking up and standing up. And I mean, I don't even know exactly what that looks like for you, but I, it really inspires me to, to know that you are taking in information and you, you want to, to be a a vessel for using just the strengths that you have in impacting other people. So I appreciate just the way that even though it probably just comes easily easy for you, like is mentioned when we think about our our strengths, is that it it feels like no big deal when you're using your strengths. So as you think about all these different things, it's like as I think you said, it was energizing, and I I think that's really neat to hear that, especially during all that we're all facing these days. So. Yes. Thank you so much. And I'm just so grateful, as I mentioned, that you are interested in hearing how I've been processing all of this. Yeah, well, I think I think it's just um, like when I saw one of your posts recently, and I guess in the spring of just um, things you were doing, working at P- on your PhD at Princeton, it just reminded me and encouraged me of like, wow, you're, you're using your strengths in a, in a way that's um, like you're developing them by putting more effort and energy and input into what 
what you're good at. And it's exciting to think about what is ahead for you in that. Is there, I'm sure like just being in school, you are developing your intellection, but are there any other ways that you think, how I'm really making my intellection more useful to me and to others by doing such and such? Yeah. So I would say being in school, definitely, as you see, like most of my Clifton strains are in like the reflection category. Mm-hmm. It's definitely where I get to um, develop them and enjoy them. Um, but I also have been developing them and enjoying them by simply having deep conversations with friends. Um, let's see. Also reading books, um, especially since I feel like I'm at the intersection of so many different worlds. I mean, I'm a Christian. I'm also studying chemistry at Princeton. I am a former student athlete, a black woman. Um, you know, I'm from Texas, but I live in New Jersey now. So I think that, yeah, just being able to reflect and process these different things and also follow different people and read um, a variety of books has been, yeah, has been how I've been able to develop my strengths. Yeah. And intellection. Yeah. I think um, my, my husband has intellection and I am very challenged by it because it's very low on my list of strengths. And sometimes I think, I kind of marvel at the things that he thinks about or wonders about. And um, so I think it's it's so encouraging to see people like you that are using your intellection to really think about and solve big, big things that a lot of us can't even kind of quite touch. So um, have you ever felt like you've, like maybe your intellection has held you back in any way or, or even any other of your other talents? That's a really good question. So I would say, like I mentioned, most of them come in, like most of my strengths are in the reflection category. So uh, overthinking could be a big problem for me. Um, Mm -hmm. In some ways, overthinking gets this bad rap, but it's actually like, okay, thinking is fun for me. And you know, I've come to realize more and more lately that reflection is a privilege um, that people, some people don't have. So, but I would say that so sometimes there's just so many ideas and things that come to my head. And so it can be hard for me to sort of clearly articulate what I want to say um, or focus on something specific. Mm-hmm. Um also, like just inputting so much information can be overwhelming. Um, I mean, it's exciting and invigorating in a day like today where we have access to a lot of information, but this definitely can be overwhelming. And, you know, I have to stay focused on the truth and what matters to me. Mm-hmm. And then finally, is like having responsibility uh, as my way of connecting. Um, I can sort of feel responsible and take on too much of what is happening around me or how the people around me are doing. And so I think sort of learning boundaries and how to say no is really crucial for me. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's I I can see how that could be could be challenging. Um well, one of the things as I talk with people about their strengths is one helping people understand what each of these are, but then to think about yeah, what does it look like when I'm using all of my strengths in kind of like on all cylinders or like the quote from Eric Little from Chariots of Fire when he he said, when I run, I feel God's pleasure. And I think we all long to really, to be in that place where we're using our gifts and our talents in a way that's benefiting others. And we love it. Do you, can you think any of an instance when you felt like it might be just maybe one of your talents, but maybe majority of them, I don't know, when you've really used, been using them and you were energized and you saw, wow, this is really benefiting other people too, because I'm using my top five talents. Well, Barbara, I just, I love that quote that you mentioned, um, especially as a former runner. And oh, so yeah. Uh-huh. I definitely can relate uh, being on the track and just running and um, just, yeah, just soaking it all in, just that gift. Um, I would say, oh, and I mean, not to mention, I think that running helped me, helps me think a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which I get to use my intellection whenever. Yeah, I, while you're running, whenever I go for a run. So, um, I would say that for me, it has to do a lot with teaching and explaining things. Um, mostly because I mean, whether it's like in science or whether it's like having a discipleship group, um, whether it's me and my friend on the phone at night, just talking or like sort of talking so, with my mom mm-hmm. um, or like having deep conversations after a movie, but it's mostly sort of just, um, just asking questions. I would say questions are really fun for me. Like whether it's, I'm the one asking the question or somebody else asking a question, it just, Oh, I've never thought about that in that way. Or, um, you know, oh, what does this mean? Um, what is this experience, experiment saying? Um, how does this change the way I live? How does this truth, you know, um, impact me? Um, yeah, yeah, so I think that's the way I love using my intellection. Well, and I think again, it can be easy to take it for granted when you're doing something that something that comes so naturally. And I so appreciate it when people I'm around have, um, have deep questions or that they're wanting to understand something in a deeper way, because a lot of us can't quite get there. And so it is, even though you might not think, oh, I did it here, 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 but it's like you are blessing those people around you because you're helping be a catalyst for those kind of significant conversations. And um, so I think that's really encouraging to think about and even just the possibilities ahead. And even I think of the students that you're teaching, what a gift that is for, for them to have you be the one helping explain chemistry was not 
one of my favorite subjects at all. I I started out in fashion merchandising (laughs) (laughs) and I actually changed my major so I wouldn't have to take organic chemistry because my brain didn't really think that way. So um, anyway, hats off to you. So I appreciate your um, ability to think deeply about things and things that matter. Yes, we all have different gifts and you have amazing gifts and strengths. And so I'm just so grateful for that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, what, when thinking about like, even just the topic for this podcast, I really do want to help myself and others really embrace their strengths. And I think partly it's like, I'm on a journey myself to really, um, to embrace who God made me to be, because I think we can all tend to look at others and think, oh, if I just, like you mentioned, if I had discipline or focus, I might get more done. And I think that discipline is one that a lot of us envy because it covers a lot of organization and structure and anyway, but it's like, you have these top five talents. I have my top five and it's, it's a journey to really embrace those and to be grateful for them and make them all that they can be. So how has that been for you? Has that been something that's been easy for you to embrace your strengths or even as you grew up or kind of what's that look like for you? Wow. That's such a good question. Um, I think that it, like you mentioned, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. So sometimes It's easy because it's like, okay, this is me. This is what I have fun doing. But it can also be challenging as well because there's, yeah, I mean, I feel like we're all on a journey. So um, because I am really introspective, but also extroverted. um, So that's one example of how it can be challenging. But I would say that For the most part, I mean, having input, you know, so being able to absorb so much information and then also ideation and, oh, I can do this. And then also being a learner, um, it's like, where do I fit in? Um, As like a bridge engineer, sometimes I'm like, hey, do I fit on on this side of the bridge or that side of the bridge? Mm -hmm. It's... So that part can be pretty challenging. Um, It's fun to think about the possibilities, but sort of narrowing down is a bit of a challenge. Um, But um, yeah, that's probably the biggest challenge for me. I mean, there's like this little, there's this story. uh, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I won't go into that. Oh, tell (laughs) tell us. People always like stories. (laughs) Okay, so... When I was like playing basketball in third grade, our basketball coach, um, I think it was for Upward, he was trying to tell, get us, get the team to pass the ball. And he was like, hey, I just want y'all to know, like, we can't do everything. Like, you can't do everything. So you need to pass the ball. But he was like, okay, but I do want to say, Brooke, she can do everything. And so I think that that's like a story that shows you an example of how, you know, like the older I get, the more I realize, okay, Brooke, you cannot do everything. Um, Even though you sort of think of these different ideas, you sort of take all this in. Um, 
yeah, you can only be who God called you to be. Yeah. Well, I, I think maybe as an outsider, but even just as you are pursuing this path of learning and knowledge and, and doing what comes easily for you, I feel like you are embracing your strengths and, you know, all the details are going to work out over time, but what are kind of, what are your thoughts even now, as you think about after you finish your um, degree, what that might look like? Oh yeah. So being in, yeah. So when I was in undergrad, I realized I love the university and higher education, just the amount of different opportunities and things to learn. And so my goal is to lecture students, but also work in administration. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'd have, I think I'd be able to use my input, um, but also like learn from my students as well. Well, that's, that's very exciting and it'll it'll be fun to kind of watch you and see how all that unfolds in the coming years. Well, um, Brooke, what, what advice would you have for any of our listeners that maybe have any of these particular strengths that you have? Like just maybe they live with somebody that has them, maybe they have them themselves or they're working with someone and they, they don't quite get what that means or just any advice that you would give someone that, um, about these particular strengths? That's such a good question. So I would say input, and this is something we've already discussed, Barbara, but as input being my number one talent, Clifton Strength, especially in a day like today where there's just so much information available, making sure that I input God's word above all else is going to be really important for me. so that I can, yeah, make sure that I'm staying on track. Um, and this is going to be, especially going into 2021, this is going to be incredibly important. So I would say that's like a huge priority as someone who has input, making sure that I input the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then secondly is that, so when it comes to the four quadrant system, most of the talents, the 34 Clifton strengths are in the reflection c- category is what I thought I heard that you and Candace talked about in a previous episode. And so there's a really good possibility that, you know, someone is going to meet somebody with a reflection or thinking sort of Clifton strength. And so I think that having sort of deep conversations with people with uh, a strength that's in, you know, that's in the learner or the intellection category is really important. And then also for people with those strengths to sort of make sure that they have just a variety of different sources and um, people that they can have these conversations with. So I ultimately, I think that like reflection is key whether it's like going on a jog and thinking or, you know, talking to people that, you know, Uh that's, that's so helpful. Like you said, so many people have possibly one of the green reflecting talents and those are very good insights for people. Um, One last question is um, 
what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? That's also a really good question. So after a year like 2020, um, I'm just realizing there's so much to be grateful for. One of those things is my family. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I've been thinking about as I prepared for this podcast is the different strengths. Even though my family members haven't taken this assessment, what strengths they have and possibly which ones that I've gotten from them. So for example, my dad's grand, my dad's mom is in college right now and she's 77 and she's doing her bachelor's degree in That's unreal. in um biblical counseling. So wow. I definitely realize okay, I get my learner strength from her. Uh-huh. And then my other grandma, my maternal grandmother, she has input. I definitely feel like she yeah, she absorbs so much information. She wants to know, what did you eat? How did you get it? You know, what did it taste like? And, and she just absorbs so much. And it's so amazing to know that, you know, she cares for me and she cares for the people around her. And sometimes like I've take, I have input as well. So I'll ask my friends all these questions and they're like, (laughs) Uh, why do you want to know that? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, this is just normal conversation. <laughs> and so um, another thing is like, I would say my dad, he has ideation, which is, I would think he has ideation. Just, you know, my suspicions is because he loves to sort of think of creative ways to sort of surprise people in our family and show them that he cares and that he loves to sort of this Christmas, like piece together our different outfits so that they're matching with the mask and everything. And then, um, and then I would say my mom, it's really fun because I think she has intellection. So being able to have deep reflective conversations with her where we sort of seek truth and explore and like, you know, kind of be uncomfortable and yeah. I think that's really fun. So I would say um, because I don't get to see my parents as often as I did um, being in Princeton. um, Yeah, they have definitely brought joy to my face. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's not all like, you know, they I mean, some other traits like they pass down to me that aren't strengths, but um, (laughs) maybe not your favorite. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, they did not. My mom did not give me discipline or focus. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't get that either. I didn't get that. Well, um, this is so fun to talk to you and just get a tiny glimpse into your life and just what these different strengths mean. And it's been just a treat for me to connect with you and, um, yeah, hopefully give people that don't know about these strengths just a little vision for them and inspiration to what that could mean or how they could maybe develop them. And so I just so admire you, Brooke, and um, it would be fun to come see you in your world maybe one day when the world is different and can get on a plane and go visit. But um, I thank you so much just for sharing just your insights and what you're learning and what you're thinking about. And it's been really fun. So thank you so much. I admire you so much, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you have a great day and happy new year. 
so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.